Hi, hello everybody, and welcome to a fictional nerds podcast. I don't know how to begin this episode, although I just did. But today we'll be reviewing the original six Star Trek films. Now, okay, some context. I've seen like three seasons of The Next Generation, Star Trek The Next Generation, and I've seen like a little bit of the original Star Trek show. And then I've seen some animated episodes. There's quite a lot of animated Star Trek shows. I didn't realize. <laughs> um, actually, there's quite a lot of show, Star Trek shows. There's many. Um, since, you know, this series has been going on since, like, the 60s. And it's never stopped. And there's been some ups and downs. But um, right now, my family, me and my family, have been watching the Star Trek films. Because I think I'm more of a film guy. Because... You know, shows is just a bit of a commitment, but I, I will probably do some Star Trek show reviews. But I'm just starting with the movies for now because I like, um, I like more like fast-paced things. Because I know, I when I started watching the original Star Trek show, it is a lot slow-paced and not much actually happens in the episode. Uh, oh, the actually, I also have seen the Black Mirror Star Trek episode. That was a re- that was a good episode. It's called the USS Callister. Um, you know, so that's also... <laughs> um, anyways. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've been watching the films. We're up to... We just watched Nemesis, um, number X. So yeah, we haven't seen... We've seen all of the original movies, but we haven't seen the newest J.J. Abrams trilogy. Um, I, I just hope that those films are better than than the Star Wars J.J. Abrams trilogy, <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, now, I actually haven't seen any reviews, I know no one's opinions on any of these movies, so, you know, I may have some hot takes, and I, I am planning to do a ranking of all the Star Trek films when I see them, but, so, I may have some hot takes, because right now, I'm planning to do yeah, this episode with the, reviewing the original six films, then I have a, will have another episode reviewing the four Next Generation films, and then I'll do an episode with the three J.J. J. Abrams films, and then I'll do a ranking episode where I rank all of them. Um, and I, I'm planning not to see any other material bes- besides from, like, only only the movies and, like, no no reviews or anything. I've, I've seen a couple behind the scenes, actually. Um, so, yeah, anyway, so but for this episode for now... I will just be reviewing the original six films with, you know, Spock and Captain Kirk. Uh, so, I've got here on the... Let me just pull it up. Where, why isn't this in order? Okay, I, I've got Star Trek, the original motion picture. So, wait, wait, that's, that's a terrible subtitle. I just gotta say... <laughs> it's, so, we're just saying Star Trek the movie or something. I don't know. Um, I have Star Trek 2, The Wrath of Khan, Star Trek... Three search for Spock, Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home, Star Trek Five: The Final Frontier, and Star Trek Six: The Undiscovered Country. So those will be the six movies that I'll be reviewing in this episode, and then I'll do some, you know, next generation movies and you know what I said before. So uh, for my spoiler-free review, which I normally do at the beginning of every episode, um, uh, if you're still here, like if you clicked on the episode and you haven't. Watching the Star Trek movies. Uh, I think. Number one. You don't need to watch. Um, you could. You don't really need to watch it. I mean unless you're a completionist. You can totally watch it. I don't think 
It's my least favourite of the bunch here. Um, and then I think the rest you can watch because number two and three, they're kind of, they're like connected. Number two takes place, or number three takes place directly after two. Number three takes place directly after four. And like those you need to watch and you can skip number five if you like and you can watch number six. So like um, number two, three, four and six, they're the best ones. They're totally worth watching. They're real fun. And yeah, but you can totally watch any of them in any order. But yeah, those are kind of that's just my quick spoiler free review. And I think, you know, I kind of went into this kind of like expecting Star Wars, just because they have Star in their name. Now these are two very different films. Okay, I, I if you if you go into Star Wars expecting Star Trek, you'll be disappointed. And if you go into Star Star Trek expecting Star Wars, you'll be disappointed. They're two very different films. I know people compare them a lot. Um, but they're very different, and and Star Trek is definitely more like episodic, based when Star Wars is just like is meant for movies, and I think these are more like uh, a couple episodes of a show stretched into, uh, stretch slash cut down into like two hours for a film, and yeah, I think they they are two different things, so just to warn you, if you're more of a Star Wars fan, and you know if, if um, they they are very different films and they're more like slower paced, with like it's more just sci-fi and concepts that kind of just make you think, um, instead of like, um, big action and there's still action and there's comedy and stuff but it's different from Star Wars so I just need to make that clear because I kind of went into it expecting Star Wars but I knew it it would be like its own thing but it is. It is very much its own thing. I would compare it more to maybe 2001 A Space Odyssey or Galaxy Quest or something like that. Um, I think Galaxy Quest is actually a part of Star Trek lore or something. I don't know. Because <laughs> people associate it with Star Trek, like right next to Star Trek. Like maybe it's a spinoff. I, I'm not too sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess that's my quick spoiler-free review if you're still here. But I think this episode is mostly for... Um, if you've watched all six of the movies, because I won't be recapping them or anything. I'll just be kind of, like, referencing things that happen in the movie. And if you haven't watched a movie, then you might be a bit confused in this episode. So, yeah, stop listening if you haven't watched the movies. Um, but I think, yeah, number one, three, four, and six are worth watching. They're real fun. So, yes, that is my spoiler review. Okay, uh, I think I should probably just begin with number one, because that would make sense. Okay, the uh, the original motion picture. Okay, now. I don't like this one. Now, I don't... I have no clue if it's a hot take or anything. But I don't think it's the best one. I actually... I like... I'm still trying to figure out my ranking, but I I, I won't tell you my ranking right now. But for now, I think I'll just do, like, one out of ten. I'm not too sure. (laughs) But um, I don't like this one too much. Now, I think... Uh, by the way, I will be spoiling all six Star Trek films, but I think it's very slow at the beginning. It it takes time to introduce its characters, though, so I can actually get a snowflake. Oh, yeah, that's Spock. I have heard of him. That is Captain Kirk. Cool, we know him. That is Dr. Bones. We know him. That's Scotty. We know him. We, like, we get to know these people, but then most of the time... It's like, oh, there's a giant cloud in the sky. It's destroying um, enemies, and it's coming to Earth. But then they're like, huh. They're like, slowly take the time to get to this cloud. 
just, you know, just barely, 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 you know, just, just, just a giant cloud. And then when they get to it, it's super slow. They just fly into the cloud and it's so, it's, I mean, I guess when I f- first watched it, I guess I was like, oh yeah, it's suspenseful, what's going to happen? But then I'm like, okay, we get it, it's suspenseful. But they're not dead yet, so what, what's happening? Please tell us what's happening. It just keeps showing us shots of spaceships. And it's like, cool. We, <laughs> cool. <laughs> and I will give it some slack because it was released in the 1970s or 1979. So the 1980s, I guess. Um, and I, like, I, I'll give it some slack. It's not, it's not the worst review in the world. And I can see, you know, it's probably for Star Trek fans, they're probably like, Yes, finally a movie that's coming out on the big screen that we can see it. They can probably remember it from our childhood. And you could probably just, like, you know, if you're a Star Trek fan, you could probably just admire the shots of, you know, of the Enterprise and just be like, okay, yeah, yeah, it's my childhood friend. But I don't have much nostalgia for this, you know. Obviously, I just started watching these films. Um, so I just kind of got a bit bored watching the movie. Uh, but then when, at the end, the twist is good, the, the Vija and the, the Voyager 6, I think that's cool. And the robot, uh, you know, I, I don't know, <laughs> the sacrifice at the end was a bit sad, but I think I just didn't get to know that character who sacrificed himself. I really didn't have too much emotional attachment to him. So, and but I think, I, I assume he's in the show, um, but... Yeah, I, I, but the the Voyager Six, I think that's a cool concept, which you know that is what Star Trek films are about, just like abstract concepts and, uh, but yeah, I I just I just didn't, I I didn't like it because you know the, the twist at the end, like the Voyager Six, it was like oh basically, you'll ne- never be happy no matter what, even if you know everything there is to know in the world, you'll never be happy. It's like I what I don't want to watch a movie that's very slow and it takes its time, just showing shots and then at the end it's like oh you'll never be happy no matter what. I don't want to watch that. I don't really want to watch that movie. But like I'll give it some slack and it's cool to meet all the characters and the Doctor Bones and Spock chatter is always great and the the soundtrack man for all of these films the soundtrack's pretty great. I think the soundtrack just gets better and better. And I think these movies just kind of get better and better. Well, sometimes, I mean, it's not not always. Um, my cat has come up to me. Anyway, <laughs> this is professional, guys. Um, so I'll, I'll give it a 4 out of 10. I don't really like doing the, the numbers out of 10, you know, the t- out of 10 rankings. But, you know, just for this episode, since we're doing multiple movies, I'll just do it. Yeah, 4 out of 10. <laughs> okay, Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. Okay. Now, my parents really like this movie, but, you know... I think it's only okay. Now, okay. No, fine. Okay, I like this movie quite a lot. But I think there's just a couple better movies that I, I like more. Um, but Wrath of Khan. Okay, so Khan, for me, the title name Khan, he's kind of a, a forgettable villain. Now, it's a cool concept how he's, like, like very old um, and he's very powerful, and the, the bug scene, I think everyone remembers that bug scene, <laughs> um, but besides from that, he's just kind of one of the Star Trek villains, like, I guess he's not a Klingon, though, so he's, like, he's more of a, he's a different, different person, <laughs> um, but, and, and the Spock sacrifice at the end, I mean, it probably was a shock for people watching it in 82, but, you know, it's 2022 now, um, whole, Oh, 2023, man, I keep forgetting it, <laughs> 23, um, so, 
yeah, I, I think Khan is kind of a forgettable villain. Maybe, maybe just to me. But I think everything else is really good, like Doctor. But we get to see more of Kirk because I think last in in um the original motion picture, we didn't get to see too much of uh, like Kirk. We just kind of got introduced to him, and then we didn't get to see more of his character. And we learned that he's got a son and stuff, and that comes into play in the third one. And I think I kind of like the connectivity, interconnectivity between two and three. I think they're very similar, and they continue in the same plot line, and they keep the same. So I like that. Um, and to me, I like number three more than two. And then for me, the death of Spock, it was sad. But then I was wait. But the second, but the third movie is called the Search for Spock, so he's not gonna die. And also, he's he's like a, he's you know probably the biggest marketing tool for Star Trek. I guess. I mean, I I don't know, but he's probably one of the biggest icons in Star Trek. So he he can't die this early. Um, so yeah, I kind of knew he what he would come back, but it's still a sad scene, and. It's like, I really like those scenes with Spock where you actually get to see emotion. Um, although I do like Data more than Spock. Okay, just saying. Uh, <laughs> um, but that, that's not in this episode yet. So, overall, I think I, I, I quite enjoyed it and I could rewatch it. Um, and I know this is more action-based. I know two, 2 and 3 are more, like, action-based rather than, like, sci-fi. And, like, I mean, this is still sci-fi. Very sci-fi. Also, this movie introduces Project Genesis, which is also pivotal in Star Trek Three. So, yeah, I like that. So, I like the concept. And, you know, if something this powerful were to be created, obviously, like, multiple villains would try and go after it. You know, like, Christopher Lloyd's character on number three, and also Khan. And, yeah, I, I'm, I think Star Trek Two for me, I don't know about it, I think it's a little weaker than number three, and I'm not on my ranking yet, but, um, yeah, no, okay, just to me, like, seven out, seven out of ten, pretty, pretty good, I, it's a pretty fun film, and, uh, it introduces a bunch of things that, uh, kind of continue, to me, you could clearly, you could easily start on number two, because, like, I don't think anything in the first movie is ever referenced again, like, where did that guy go? Because he sacrificed himself in the beginning, at the end of one. Like, because he's like, no, report him as missing, not dead. Because we're going to find him. And maybe that's a plot point in the show, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> um, but I, I'm a movie guy. Okay, yeah, so, for Wrath of Khan, I'm giving it a 7 out of 10. Okay, Star Trek Three: A Search for Spock. Now, uh, I think this one is better than 2, like I was saying before. Um... I really like this one because it carries everything you learn from Star Trek 2 and then it like expounds upon that and I think the villain for me is stronger Christopher Lloyd does great um and we also get Klingons because we've established in the first two movies that Klingons are a threat they're but we, we really didn't see them in action or uh like or at least opposed to a threat to like um Kirk to Kirk's ship to the Enterprise until now. So we actually get to see some like bad um bad villains that were set up in the previous two where I know Klingons are like the main villain for the original show, like that's like the entire show they're villains. But for me, I haven't watched the show. So my perspective is we were like we're setting up villains and now they're here. And uh, probably people who watched the show were like, eh, okay, more Klingons as villains. Maybe they wanted something different. But for me, uh, it's actually cool to see Klingons as villains. And now there are Klingons as villains in 
next in other movies, but this is the first time we see them, so I kind of like that, and Chris Floyd as the main Klingon is kind of cool, <laughs> um, and this did come out the same year as Back to the Future, I think, and the next movie I'm going to talk about is very heavily, very heavily about Back to the Future, um, they're very heavily inspired by Back to the Future, um, so, anyway, uh, I think it, it takes everything from the first, uh, from the second movie as well, so, like, Project Genesis, and also this is called, like, Search for Spock, so, you know, we're gonna find Spock, um, and, you know, how he has, how Captain Kirk is a child now, so he's got that responsibility, but he doesn't really know how to handle it, and then by the end of the movie, he, his son dies, his son gets murdered, I actually really like the way it's done, because it's, like, it's silent, there's no music, and he hears it under the intercom, or, like, he's a, not intercom, I think that's what it was, um, and it's just like a, because I think he, um, one of the Klingons was gonna execute the Vulcan girl, um, I know her name, <laughs> I know her name, silly you, I know her name, and, and then he was like, no, and then you can hear just like a tiny, like, kind of like a stab, like a, and it went, and it all goes kind of quiet, and then for for a little bit under the intercom, it was just it's really well done, um, and and then sad, and I think it was more sad than Spock. No, okay, no, no, mind. <laughs> Spock was really sad, but like I just kind of knew that he was gonna come back. But for me, this death was like, oh, he's probably not come, coming back, and you know, as far as I know, he didn't come back. Um, maybe in the show, I don't know. I mean, on Netflix, it only says the original Star Trek's only three seasons, but. There's probably as many as um, Netflix has. I'm not too sh- sure how many seasons the original Star Trek show has. But uh, I know Next Generation has seven. Anyway, Star Trek is a search for Spock. So, um, and I also like how um, Project Genesis, it actually isn't complete. So it uh, sets up for a cool set piece at the end with like... Uh, with the earth slowly crumpling, so they need to get off the planet, and then there's a cool fight at the end, uh, while the planet's being destroyed, so yeah, overall, I really like this one, and uh, it's actually really good for its time, you know, <laughs> and, um, yeah, I just, yeah, I really enjoyed it, I'm gonna give it, I was gonna, like, a nine, nine out of ten, you know, or eight out of, oh, I'll say an eight out of ten, because I feel like there are some other movies that I like more, but I think, this one is very enjoyable, so 8 out of 10. Okay, Star Trek 4. <laughs> Star Trek 4 Voyage Home. Okay, this movie. <laughs> eh, man, uh, this is this is a pretty funny movie. <laughs> now I'm thinking of it. Um, it's such a different tone for Star Trek, you know? Because um, I think, you know, obvious, uh, for, the, for the first movie, it came out 19... 19- 79 and it, it's fun how star trek they're just they're like yeah well uh the original star trek movie came out so they're like hey let's make a star trek movie <laughs> um and then for for this one they're like yeah okay well back to the future came out so let's make a time travel movie you know i like how open star trek is because like i watched the behind the scenes with star trek uh the the original show uh the original movie <laughs> um and they were like, well, yeah, Star Wars was made, so we ought to make a Star Trek movie. So, you know, like, you know, we're going to make it now. And this one's clearly inspired by Back to the Future. It's, I think, 
this movie's it's very topical, you know, about the whales. Um, like, <laughs> and it, it's pretty funny to see how even in the eighties, people were making fun of the eighties. You know, because if you watch like you know some age like maybe Stranger Things, that's the first thing that comes to mind, or other shows like that, they like kind of make fun of the eighties, and it's funny to see this making fun of it how we do nowadays. Um, even though it's it's in the eighties, like <laughs> this was released in the eighties, um, and yeah, it's pretty topical. But the thing I didn't like about this is just it wasn't explained. There was like a bullet in the sky that started screaming at the earth. And then they're like, oh, the scream is from a whale that got extinct in the 21st century. So we're going to time travel back because we got a Vulcan ship. And she, um, or no, there's not. They have a Klingon ship, I think, because the Enterprise gets destroyed at the end of the third one. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's funny. Like, it continues. And I think it takes place right after the third one, which is nice because um, I don't think any of these movies had, like, relied on the show, you know, to continue its plotline, besides from, I think, number eight, First Contact, uh, that is, it's got a plotline from the show, but I, like, as a movie viewer, you can still understand it without needing to know the show, which, you know, I I quite like that, uh, it's not suffering from the Marvel formula, Marvel, please, please calm down, <laughs> this is, I, in every episode, I can manage to talk about Marvel, <laughs> but, um, Anyways, uh, yeah, it's very topical, and it's very funny. I think it's maybe one of the most, like, laugh-out-loud laugh, laugh out loud movies. It's pretty funny, and um, it's uh, Spock not making, like, Spock being double confused, just. <laughs> um, and uh, I like, you know, there's some things I like, and there's just some things that I don't like. Like, they, they take back a girl from the 21st century, and they just take her... They, back and now now where is she what's she doing now she's still she's still in the 23rd century she's still just alone in the 23rd century what um uh but you know it, it's yeah it's very topical and i think oh it, it does put a smile on your face at the end when the credits roll and you know they're all celebrating uh i think most of these movies do you know just you know when you think about it you're like yeah that's a good movie yeah i don't think it's the best movie, but I think I think it's real fun. I don't. It's it's it is kind of random though. Immediately, I just started laughing when the bullet turned around. I swear, it's just a piece of plastic that zoomed up on, and then it's like, oh, this piece of big plastic that's shaped like a bullet is in the sky yelling at the earth. What is that concept? I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, anything could be in space, even a giant piece of plastic, a giant hunk of metal. What is what is that? I'm so confused about. I swear, I I haven't done any, re- or I've done a little bit of research, but I haven't seen, like, reviews, uh, so, you know, if you're, this is not for diehard Star Trek people, um, so, yeah, you can get mad at me all you want, uh, <laughs> but, start, yeah, man, I, I, I mean, it's a fun movie, 7 out of 10, okay, <laughs> uh, Star Trek Five, The Final Frontier, uh, man, this movie just left me confused. I don't even know. <laughs> um, uh, I pulled it up. Okay. <laughs> um, so, 
Uh, I think I, I was kind of, it was my dad's, I think he could quote most of this. <laughs> it was like his not favorite movie, but this is the movie he most remembered. Like he was like, oh, the, the scene at the beginning where he's rock climbing, he's free solo. Um, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Like there's some memorable scenes, I think, you know, according to my dad. Uh, but the concept, I I really it kind of left me confused. It didn't explain anything. And, you know, it do, not every movie has to explain everything, you know. Um, but it just... It didn't do it the right way. Because it just kind of ended abruptly. And I'm like, wait, this is the end? I actually had to check the runtime. Wait, oh, really? This is the end? Wait, what? I think Spock's half-brother as a villain is a nice nice concept. And, like, a, it kind of adds more uh, emotion or, like, add more connection uh, for you to, like, kind of invest in the villain. But then again... Spock doesn't feel any feelings, so he doesn't really have any conflict. He's like, oh, well, you betrayed us. So, yeah, I don't have any feelings. So, you know, um, that's what I got from him, this 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 movie. <laughs> um, although I do like the concept of, like, a, a, a reject um, of the Vulcans who actually feels emotion. And to, to the other humans, though, they're like, oh, well, that's fine. You know, we don't really hate you. That's okay. Um and like I think, oh, I think all the landscaping is like nice to look at. I think the like the VFX have gotten better. I think it's more entertaining than the original motion picture. I've Gotta say, <laughs> maybe my least favorite of of the bunch here of this this group of six. I think the original one is my least favorite. Um, uh, but I I still don't like this one that much because like he's like there's no really th- not not really a threat. He's like oh well like kind of Spock's half brother is set up as a villain and then. Uh, he he's like, I don't know, I just want peace, and I would like to, if you guys could help me find this god, and then he finds the god, and the god's like, not as he expected, so never meet your heroes, I guess, um, and then the movie ends, and then they sing merrily, merrily, <laughs> they they sing merrily, merrily, no, they sing, um, row, row, row your boat, um, which I, I thought that's a nice ending, but I feel like there's just, there needs to be more, in the middle, like, it doesn't feel like has the right payoff, like, it's just, it just, it just needs to add a little bit more, I think this is the shortest, it says, it says it's an hour and 40 minutes, which, I mean, it's still pretty long for a film, but I, I just, I don't know, I, I just didn't really like this, uh, too much, and it's not too much to, like, say, uh, and it, <sighs> yeah, it, it just, I I think it just me- needed a bit more fleshing out. Just needed a bit more, a bit more. Just needed a bit more of everything. Really, it just needed a bit more time. I I I just yeah. I just didn't really like it too much. Okay, five out of ten. Um, which is probably the shortest review. Um, yeah, five five out of ten. Um, so next one. Uh, the Star Trek Six: The Undiscovered Country. Now, I actually I really enjoyed this one. I really really did. <laughs> um, like it was very unexpected because sometimes a franchise end could be bad or really good. Um, so like Star Trek Nemesis, not good. The Undiscovered Country, really surprisingly good for me. Like I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you never know what you're gonna get for the Star Trek movie. I think every movie, I was like, okay, well, what's gonna happen now? Is this one? Um, <laughs> and this one is like really surprising for me. It was real good. It's like a murder mystery. Uh, I think all the settings are really cool. It's, it's like a kind of murder mystery, but we kind of already know who the murderer, like, why they were murdered, 
but we don't know who they were from. And like when, you know, Captain Kirk is, uh, Captain Kirk and Spock are accused. And it's like a, <laughs> it's like, yeah, and they, they go to jail as well. Like they fully go to jail in this really cool looking jail that's underground in the ice. I think all, all the new characters we meet like aren't forgettable. And I think the graphics are pretty cool. I think the blood's kind of goofy though when they when they get murdered in the space. Um, like when when the murders actually happen, that causes murder mystery. The blood's kind of goofy. It's, it's like pink. It's and it like floats around. But I think well everything else, all the graphics are pretty good. And I think I, I like how Captain Kirk and Spock, which are probably their two like smartest people, they're gone. And then oh, and Doctor Bond, I believe. Uh, Hopefully I get the right. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's that's what it says here. <laughs> um, uh, and like, so it leaves it up to the the rest of the crew, like Scotty and stuff, and they 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 have to figure it out. Which, uh, you know, it's not normally up to them. Um, so I, I like that. Uh, I mean, not. It. I think in previous movies they also have some. They have some problems to solve, but it's like it's up to them to try and free them. So. You know that's that's nice. Uh, you just get more character views for everything, and like I, it was very surprising to me. The murder mystery aspect was really cool because I think for each each of these different Star Trek films, they all got got a different theme. Uh, like the first one kind of suspense, and the number two and three are like action and like uh, more definitely more actiony and sci fi, and then the fourth one's back to the future comedy, <laughs> and the fifth one is. Uh, goes back to kind of sci-fi. I think fifth and uh, uh, number one and five are pretty kind of similar. Goes like sci-fi and slow-paced, uh, um, and which you know maybe I just don't like that type of slow pace. I mean, I do like slow-paced sci-fi. I can watch that stuff. Um, although I did stop watching Lost in Space. Maybe I just don't. Yeah, maybe that's just not for me. Maybe that's why I don't like them. Anyways, and then this one's this one's about a mystery. So, uh. <laughs> Yeah, I I really I really enjoyed this one. I think all the new characters we meet, and also we get to meet the Klingon from the next generation crew. Uh, we get to meet him because I think the next generation show started around I think the same year that the Final Frontier released, uh, and this is the last piece of this is the last piece of like original material that we got. You know, like with. Captain Kirk and William Shatner with, with them, uh, th- those are the same people. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, I, I th- and I I think the end is real nice. It puts a smile on your face, and they got the sign off, and uh, the music is just so good. I I think the music's really good in all five, um, and yeah, I I really like this one quite a lot. Uh, man, uh, uh, I gotta say nine out of ten. Nine out of ten, but may maybe my favorite. I could switch between uh Spock. Search for Spock. Uh, but this is my favorite out of the original six. Uh, man, okay, this may... I don't know how long this went for. <laughs> but yeah, that's my review of the original six Star Trek films. Now, um, I will be doing the, the gener- next generation films. And then maybe maybe I won't do a review on the the... J.J. Abrams films. I might just go straight to the ranking all the Star Trek films with, with of course, the J.J. Abrams films. Because I feel like I might just be repeating myself if I do that. Uh, so, yeah, I think that that's that's the episode. If you're still here, thanks for listening all the way to the end. 
um, write a review if you can, or, you know, give us some feedback, or just, just me, there's no other person here, <laughs> I'm lonely, <laughs> um, so, yeah, give, give me some feedback, um, email me if you, if you want to rate and review, if you want to follow, keep following, if you have, uh, if you're already followed, you know, all that good stuff, all that, do that, do that, yeah, yeah, um, and expect, I think, next episode is probably going to be the review for the next four Star Trek films. Um, the for, the for the next generation Star Trek films, that's probably going to be next episode. So uh, look out for that. Um, that comes out probably some point. Um, <laughs> it'll come out at some point. Uh, so yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.